Welcome to Eyes to See podcast. My name is Brittany, and I am so grateful that you are here and listening to this episode of It's Real. Um, I this is kind of a different way. I guess I've started my podcast, so here you are along for the ride. But I have struggled the last two weeks on thinking of what a good podcast topic that I could share with you guys. And I've run into that that like writer's block, but podcast block maybe is is a good way to think of it. I've had nothing. Nothing has come. And usually I'll see something or I will, something will happen during the week or just something will come along that I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I'll do something with that. And nothing has come, you guys, nothing. And so I think a lot of it has to do um, in part of me losing my vision in my right eye 15 days ago. Um, it's kind of, I think, probably created a little bit of like a brain fog for myself on things. And so I think that is probably playing a huge part. And being honest with you guys, because I said that I always would, that the goal of my Eyes to See podcast is and will always be to uplift you when you listen, to give you hope, and to just give you that encouragement to help you to find that balance in your daily life when you're having a hard time with things. And it may look different for everyone that's going through trials in their life, but that's my goal is to have you help you feel that, um, just that encouragement, right? And so this is the problem. Um, I, the last few days, I've actually have had more days than not where I have not felt any of those things. Um, luckily, it's only been for like a moment and it hasn't been all day, every day. I'm grateful for that. But I have had the feelings of hundred percent being opposite of being uplifting or having, you know, being that person to strengthen and encourage and give hope. And so I've had some really low lows and I was telling my husband about my struggling coming up with a topic for the podcast um, episode this week. And I just kind of explained to him kind of he knows where my mind's been at and what I've been struggling with. And I just told him I, I didn't feel like there was anything that I could really share with you guys that would be beneficial. And he always really gives me, he always gives me the best advice. Um, and he always says exactly what I need to hear in those moments. And so he made the comment to me that he just said that I should be real with you guys and be honest with those of you that are listening about how I'm feeling. And when we're vulnerable, right, and let people in to our situation and our story and our life and our hard times and our good times, that we can bless each other, right? We can bless each other's lives and help us to know that you're not alone and everyone's fighting their own fight and battle with lots of things. And so here we are. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be honest and real with um, kind of just what 
has been happening the last two weeks. And I promise that um, I think at the end of this episode that hopefully you'll still see those um, uplifting moments and also moments of hope um, because I have seen those the last two weeks, even though I'm still in the same position that I was two weeks ago um, and nothing has changed, but I have had moments of hope. So um, like I mentioned before, these these last two weeks have been really hard for me. Um, and I know that there has been so many people praying for me and my eyes. And I honestly know that their prayers have strengthened me and have allowed me to, I guess, grieve the moment that I'm in and how I'm feeling. If it's a moment of sadness that I embrace it, but I believe that their prayers have allowed me to do that, but have also helped me to keep going right and to stand up and continue to have hope and so I am just grateful thank you thank you thank you for those that have been praying for me um I'm forever grateful for your kindness and love and amongst that group of people is my sweet family um every night as a family we pray together and each night we take turns um of who says our family prayer. And anytime it's my husband or my kids, they are always so sweet and praying for me and saying, you know, please bless mom, um, mom's eyes. And I can tell you that, um, every time that they do this, um, that it just makes me tear up a little bit because I can feel their faith and their hope. Um, that they're hoping for a miracle and I can feel their sense of really trying to have that faith and hope that they need to pray again the next time, especially when our prayers aren't being answered in the way we think that they should. Um, every time I close my eyes at night and pray Uh, you know, with my family or by myself or when it's, you know, obviously time for bed that I hope and pray that when I, that I'll be able to see again. And so for these, you know, past 14 sleeps, we like to say at our house, (laughs) this has been the pattern. And a small part of me feels like Christmas morning with that anticipation that this is going to be the day. This is going to be the day that I open my eyes and that I will have received the gift of sight again and it will be back. And so these last 15 mornings as I have woken up and realized that my situation hasn't changed, um, I will be honest that I will always have hope, right? I, that's just, I will always have hope. Um, but the longer it's gone, um, it's gotten a little bit trickier, right? To continue to have a positive attitude. Um, especially when you're, I'm so hopeful and you want what you're hoping for something. And you know, I know that like, if that was God's will that I, he could do that. Right. And that I know that he 
loves me enough and trusts me enough. And I just need to trust him enough that he knows what's best for me. So there have been, like I said before, a few nights. And again, if I'm being real with you guys, that I have been 100% heartbroken in my situation. Um, I have been so, so sad. Um, I have cried the ugly cry. Um, I have felt so sorry, so, so sorry for myself. I've gone there. Um, and I felt so sorry for my family and that, you know, those things that come into your mind, um, that tell you, you know, like just negative thoughts. Right. And that, you know, my family, this isn't fair to them. And, you know, you know what I'm saying, but these thoughts of just asking questions of the, why is this happening to me? And I've had those moments of like grief, right? But like I said, at the beginning, I've also have had some sweet moments of love. And for example, um, one night in particular, um, I don't feel comfortable driving at the moment. Um, the good news is, is that you can totally drive and it's not illegal to drive with just one eye. Um, but it's definitely kind of a different learning curve and I'm just not quite there yet. So a lot of people have been so sweet and helping, um, you know, pick up my kids. Um, and luckily, like I said, my, my oldest has his permit. So he is my like go-to driver and then he gets to chauffeur me around, um, but I had been home all day and just kind of had been just feeling sorry, I guess, for myself, you know, those days, right? And um, my sweet husband was like, you know what, let's go get a Frosty real fast at Wendy's. And so just that moment of him um, holding my hand and saying, like, no matter what happens, like, we can do this together and I'm here and I'm not going anywhere and the family is here to help you and you're not alone. Um, I've had moments when I have gotten the sweetest hugs, um, from my, again, my oldest son. Um, when you're a teenager and you're 16, let alone a boy, (laughs) um, hugs probably are not on your top priority. Um, but he has definitely shown me moments of love and I've really appreciated that. And, I can see the worry in his eyes for mine. And um, I know that that this has not been easy for my family as we try to like navigate this kind of new normal. And, and so again, I just keep telling my kids that we just, just keep having hope and faith and trust in our savior and in heavenly father's plan for me and our family. Um, I've had so many people show me love through, um, <clears throat> excuse me, my like chocolate and Dr. Pepper and texts and <laughs> my love languages, I guess, of, of my yummy food that I love, but those have, have uplifted me. Um, it may sound silly, but they have come exactly when I've needed to have them come. And so as you can see, it's been a hundred percent emotion of like a roller coaster ride, right? And a part of that is 
I can have such a good day, um, feeling good about things and the night creeps in. And, um, I don't know if I've shared this before, but I do suffer from anxiety. Um, honestly, I think I probably have had my whole life. Um, but it wasn't until a few years ago that I actually, um, went and saw a doctor and got on, um, a plan and that I take medication for, which again, I'm super grateful because I think I would really be a hot mess if I didn't have that plan in place and I wasn't taking, you know, that necessary medication that I needed, I need to take every day. And again, Heavenly Father knows, knows us, right? He knows, um, weigh things in advance before we do and he'll help us. He'll help us. And I've, I've seen that many times. Um, and so my anxiety tends to peak at in the evening because I start to worry. Um, partly because I don't know, um, because we don't specifically know what's going on with, um, my right eye just yet. Um, I have a doctor's appointment next month. Um, but because of COVID and specialists, I think you guys probably all know that it's kind of hard to get in to doctors. And um, so anyways, I'll be going soon. But um, I, I worry, right? I worry about the left side of my eye because if I lose that, then um, I that's a whole new ballgame for me. And I don't even like honestly, my brain can't even process that moment. And so I don't even want to think about it. And I'm choosing not to think about it because it just stresses me out. And so again, I am super grateful and I, I count my many blessings every day that I do wake up and that my left eye is still working. So it's just a crazy feeling, right? I, I think that's how trials are for each of us is we have these moments where we're feeling good, right? And then we're, we're, we're enjoying the scenery. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoosh, we're going back downhill again. And it's fast. And then before you know, you're in your downhill, you're already on your uphill. And, um, that's how it's been. That's exactly like the perfect definition. And I think that's how it is right with trials or things in our daily life, how quickly they can go up and down. And so last Sunday, uh, we went to a meeting And, um, I was listening to this speaker who was talking about miracles and how sometimes we pray and ask for a certain miracle. Um, but this awesome speaker that I really enjoyed his talk, um, talked about, are we praying for the right miracle? And, and that is in accordance to the Lord's will and time for us when it comes to the right miracle. And that stuck to deep inside my heart, like glue. And I, I, it was hard for me. If again, being honest and real, because I thought, okay, I've been praying for my eyesight to return. Right. And then after hearing, are you praying for the right miracle? And in, in accordance to the Lord's will and time, and I don't know if I am. Um, that is a good question. I don't know. And I still don't know, you guys. It's been almost a week from, I mean, not, not quite, I guess, five days, six days. Weeks blend together. And I don't know. I still don't know. And I've been trying to figure out what the right miracle that 
I need to pray for or ask for, like Heavenly Father knows, right? He knows what the desires of our heart. He knows what he want, what he, what we want for ourselves, right? But is it in accordance to his will and time, which is the really tricky hard part. And so um, a wise friend once told me, and I, it's again, stuck with me. Anytime anyone says anything that like is so wise, I just, it stays in my brain. I love it. But she, she once talked about, told me, she's like, oh, she's like, I will pray for you, but like, I won't ever pray for someone to have patience because through her experiences and my own, we had both seen that when you pray for patience, that the Lord is really good at answering that prayer in the ways of giving you things that is going to require you to even have more patience. (laughs) So maybe you can relate to that, but I think it's totally true. And so I learned there's always lessons, right? There's always lessons that we will, that we have to learn um, when we pray and we ask for help. And we, here we are, we're trying to figure that out, right? We're trying to figure out what the Lord's will is for each of us, for you and for me. And we're all trying to find what that, that miracle is. And it may not be the miracle that my heart is desiring for. It might be something else. And so I know And I've thought a lot about that there's so many people that are hoping for good news or for a miracle in their lives. And I, we have people in our own family who are fighting cancer. And I know people, um, friends of mine that are fighting mental battles or within their family. And there's also, I know people who are, trying their best to be kind and help those in need only to then be treated back with rudeness. And so whatever our battle or situation or trial, whatever that is, right? In our life, we're fighting these moments and we're all wanting miracles or hoping for ones or hoping for the best outcome. And having hope and then embracing reality, right? Because that's part of it can be really hard. And that's what I've been trying to navigate. And can you have both? Can you have hope? And can you face reality at the same time? And I think I know that we can. Um, A sweet friend was actually checking on me before I recorded this podcast today. And um she had brought me some homemade sourdough bread and she's one of those friends that she, she's so good. She fills your heart and soul and spirit and belly and with goodness. Right. I, and I hope all of you have a friend that does that for you. I hope, and I hope you thank them for being that friend because we all need a friend like that. Um, but I was talking to her about having hope and facing reality. And this is what she said to me. She said, quote, Reality kind of bites sometimes, and that doesn't mean there isn't hope in that space. In fact, sometimes it lends itself to hope, but maybe in a different kind, end quote. See, and isn't that so good? Like that could be like a Pinterest quote, like maybe I'm going to have to put that up. But 
she showed me that there is always hope. It just may look differently, right? It was just so, so good. So I love Star Wars. We were, that's kind of been, we've been watching Star Wars at night because we've seen them a thousand times and (laughs) it's kind of boring. And so I know the storyline, but there's hope, right? There's hope. And one, there's always hope in Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I'm so sorry if you don't. Or if you haven't watched it recently, you should totally watch it for me. And see how many different things of hope and light and darkness that that come. But there is a quote um, by Princess Leia in there that this is what she says. She says, quote, hope is like the sun. If you only believe it when you see it, you'll never make it through the night, end quote. And this is 100% how I feel. Hope is sometimes all that we can do. And that is it, right? And I love what she says that hope is like the sun. If you only believe it when you see it, you'll never make it through the night. Sometimes it's that hope for things that we can't see. And usually that's, that's the case. I know there's people out there that might be listening that you are one to have incredible hope. Um, I feel like in moments I am that person too. I think we have moments where we're, we're all that way. Right. And we have moments where maybe we're not as hopeful and that's okay too, because sometimes life gets in that, in the way. Right. And it can be hard to hold on to that hope. And so there's many, 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 um, scriptures in the Bible about hope and that can encourage us and remind us of how much we have to hope for. And so our hope and my hope, and hopefully your hope is that after we have lived this life on this earth for Jesus, that we will be like him and we will be able to be with him again. And that's what we live for, right? And that requires us that we don't have our focus on things of the earth, but we have our eyes set in heavenly places. And trust me, you guys, when I say that this can seriously be so hard to do, I can tell you a million times over, I can 100% relate to that. And I know it's not easy. Um, especially as, you know, the world threatens to choke out our hope and draws our sights down to a place that is not good. But we have to know that we have a special hope through our Savior, Jesus Christ. And so I just wanted to share a few of my favorite verses um, in the Bible. They're so good and they're so powerful. And they've helped me give me perspective on the power of being able to see the good, right? And even though we, I might not be able to see the sun, I know it's there and I can still have hope in that. So this um, scripture is found in 2 Corinthians and it's uh, chapter 4, verses 17 through 18. And it says, quote, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the times which are seen, but at the times which are not seen. For these things which are seen are temporary, 
but the things which are not seen are eternal. Isn't that so good? I love that. That last part. I'm going to say it again. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So good. That was in 2 Corinthians. Um, the next one that I want to share is found with you in Isaiah, and that's chapter 43, verses 1 through 2. And it says, quote, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. End quote. One of that. So good. Um, this last one that I want to share is in Deuteronomy. And that's chapter 31, 6. And it says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you, nor forsake you. End quote. So, guys, those are some of my favorites. Um, if you read the scriptures or if you read the Bible, um, I encourage you to go back and listen and, and mark those um, or write them down. Um, there's power in words and especially words in the Bible and from our Savior. And he can, he can help us. He can lift us up. And so I can tell you and testify that some days are rough, right? And some may last months and some may last years, which I don't even like saying that, but it's, it's the truth, right? That can be rough. And life can seriously throw us some wild curveballs that we never saw coming. And the weight of those can pull us down. And even in the worst of situations, finding a way to seek happiness and joy will make it all easier to heal. And sometimes you guys that may look like from other people, other people helping you find and seek that happiness and joy. Um, especially when you can't, others can help you, help you do that. And so no matter what you're going through, no matter what I'm going through, um, I've heard this before and people have told me this before that that we are strong enough to overcome and that's hard to say, right? Um especially when you're in the midst of a battle or a trial or something really hard. Um I think I think you might think like me and be like, "Yeah, I think I can." And then as the trial continues, you're like, "Well, wait a second. <laughs> I changed my mind." <laughs> But if we look deep inside ourselves, I think we do know that we're strong enough. We just have to keep our chins up and keep a smile on our face. And that's been the one thing for me. I felt so much better about things when I just smile or um, when I laugh um, at something. Laughing has kind of been my outlet, like my outlet the last few weeks. I don't know if it's because I've been home all day and things are just funny. I don't know what it is, but I'll just find myself like laughing at the silliest things, but it's kind of funny. And so it's kind and it's helped. Right. And so smiling and laughing can definitely help lighten the mood on how you're feeling. So smile with me, you guys, I want you to smile right now. 
how wherever you're listening, just smile because maybe that is the only thing that you can possibly do in the moment that you're in is just smile. I love this song. Um, when I was thinking about smiling, um, this song called smile, and I'm just going to read the, the, just a few of the lyrics. Um, cause I think it's so good and I think it can resonate with any of you that, um, are in life's life's battles, but this is the song. It says, quote, smile though your heart is aching, smile even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by. If you smile through your fear and sorrows, smile and maybe tomorrow you see the sun come shining through for you. Light up your face with gladness. Hide every trace of sadness. Although our tears may be ever so near, that's the time you must keep on trying. Smile, what's the use of crying? You'll find that life is still worthwhile if you just smile. So I really like that song. 100% obviously because that's why I just said it to you. But there is a use of crying. (laughs) It says, it says to smile, which is better, obviously, but I really feel strongly and I, I've tried to do this these past few weeks. Um, but whenever you need to cry because you're frustrated or you're sad or you're angry, do it, embrace it and feel it. My husband has taught me that this is a good thing to let it out instead of keep it in because yeah. It you just bottles up. And when something bottles up, then you explode at some point. And so I've really been trying to work on embracing my emotions of really how I'm feeling in that moment. And if I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling sad and I'm going to feel it. Um, it's easy to just kind of brush your feelings under the rug and be like, you know what? I'm fine. I think that's the go-to phrase. And I feel like when people, I, I'm teaching my husband, whenever you hear someone say like, they say they're fine, they're not fine. Um, they're not, they're lying. (laughs) I do it all the time. (laughs) And, um, so embrace how you're feeling if you're really struggling and not that you have to be like a Debbie Downer, right. But embrace how you're feeling in the moment. If you're struggling, talk to someone, explain to them, you know, I am having a hard time. This is not easy for me because then that allows whoever you're talking to, to bless your life. And when they do that, it blesses theirs. Um, However, when you go to the place of sadness or grief or heartbreak or wherever that is, embrace it and feel it like I mentioned. But I've also learned that don't stay there for too long in that place of sadness. The longer you stay in that, the harder it is to leave. And so embrace it and feel it, but then remember to to smile and For any of you that are listening, that are having a hard time with something in your life, I just, I want you to know that you aren't alone and that you do have people and friends and family that love you and will lift you when you can't stand up yourself. Um, And you just need that encouragement. And most importantly, that you do have your loving savior who knows you. He knows your heart. He knows your pains and your heartaches you feel. He knows your trials. He knows your joys, your happiness. And because he knows all of those things, he has walked that path. And 
because he's walked that path alone, he won't let us walk our path alone. And he will be with us, you guys. He's right there next to us. And he's there cheering us on. He's our biggest cheerleader. And so my hope and prayer um, for each of you is that if you are seeking a miracle in your life, that you will seek and pray for that right miracle that is in accordance to God and his will and his timing and having the heart and the eyes to see his will for you, that it is for your good. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll see you next time.